All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. We're back again. Back here at the Fantasy Freaky Football Podcast. That's right, Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. We're back. This time we got the top five busts for you. Top five busts going into the 2021 season. We got Julian, of course. Who else we got? Brandon, tell them who you are. Lavi Lav, what it do, baby? And special guest, special guest in the building. Who else is here? JJ Hot Take. <laughs> Jay's made it out. Jay's made it out for this week's session. Back from the dead. I know, I know how y'all missed. I know how y'all missed. I roasted my hot take. So I had to get back on here. What's up? JJ Drunk Take. <laughs> We're going to jump right into it. Top five. Let's go. Top five bus 2021 season. James, hit me with the name. So uh, first, first on my list is Joe Mixon. Uh, I got an ADP of 19.7. That would mean in mid-second round. Yeah, about um, seventh pick, second round, 2.07. Right, so so check it out. So if you you don't grab a running back in the first round, that means that that Joe Mixon could potentially be an RB1 on your squad. And uh, in no universe that I reside is Joe Mixon an RB1. What do you think? Uh, Brandon, you want to start this one off? You want me to take it? I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. Uh, Joe Mixon at best has has shown the ability to show you nothing but inconsistencies. So I definitely one hundred percent agree with that, James. I would not want to go into a season being Joe Mixon week in and week out. I have to depend on him to be my RB one. Uh, I also have to surprisingly agree. Uh, this is the first time we've all been on the same page. Uh, so, so yeah, Joe Mixon, I think I, I would love to go in the season with him as my RB too, but truthfully not to have a stud above that. Uh, the reason he, I think is going so high is because of his opportunity with Gio Bernard not being there anymore, but yeah, it's, it, he hasn't shown that he can be that guy, especially in that offense. And unfortunately, they've done nothing to beef up that offensive line. So, yeah, right. you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's a he's a mid grade RB two at best. Right. I, I I would if if he's there in the third round, better hope better hope I I'm not picking for you because I'm gonna scoop him up every time in the third round. Yeah. But second second round, I think the I think the price target's too high with the kind of talent that's still there. Agreed. All right, Brandon, give me somebody from your list. Your top five name on my list is going to be my man James Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars. I he made my list just because right now he's averaging late third, maybe fourth round. I I really think with the potential of them them spending so much draft capital on Travis Etienne, he's gonna like they're really gonna do especially Urban Meyer. He's gonna be he's gonna come in. He's gonna want to be flashy with his new offense. He's gonna want to like showcase that you know I'm a great GM GM so. James Robinson is 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 not his baby. He didn't draft James Robinson. He he's gonna want to do do things to show people that you know he's credible in being a a a new NFL head coach. So I think Travis Etienne is is gonna get a lot of opportunity, whether it be at the wide receiver, whether it be at different kind of packages. I think he's gonna eat up a bulk of his shares. And I also think that James Robinson himself, like he he kind of you know just struck onto the fantasy scene and, and, and I mean, was a waiver wire guy. So, so I think a lot of people are going to like have their eye on him at this point. And I think people are going to reach because they're going to have a little bit of recency bias based upon what he did last year. But I, but I definitely think he, he's going to take a step back with this, with the share touches. So, so I, I want to jump on this one uh, right after, just because 
he's also on my list. It's the only guy that any of us have on together, I believe, is Brandon and I both have James Robinson. Uh, I, I could leave him off the list. There's a good chance he gets 50% of the carries, which means if I can get him in the – if I definitely get him the seventh, I'll, I'll use some seventh-round capital on him. But his ADP is the third round right now. Uh, uh, Way too f- high. football calculator has him going three seventh in the third round. Seventh pick in the third round. So that, that's just way, way, way too high. Uh, the, the truth of the matter is you have an undrafted guy who had a great season last year against a guy who was drafted by the new regime in a sit in a, uh, to a franchise. And they use first, first round, I'm sorry, second round draft pick on somebody. There's just no way that Travis Etienne is not going to be the guy. So that's, hey, that's why he's up hey, there. You know what? You know why I'm cheesing right now, right? Do you agree you know as well? I'm cheesing. Do you agree well, as well? I, I agree, but I remember in a previous episode um, getting smashed from my hot take on ETN because of opportunity. So at the end, at the end of the day, I agree with this pick uh, as a bust because I do think they have him listed way too high. But and you guys are absolutely right. Um, I think ETN is going to get a, a fair share, if not majority share, uh, of the carries there. So from an opportunity, Brandon perspective. Um, yeah, big, big bust, big bust. And, and that's the thing with, I mean, I don't want people to lose sight of like, I'm not saying James Robinson doesn't have, you know, fantasy potential to where he can, I, I, he, he can have a viable spot, but it's just like exactly. how Julian said, he like his, his ADP is just way too high for, for like him to be splitting the load as much as he's yeah. going to be splitting with Travis Etienne because, <laughs> they, but, but, because I mean, they're going to want to showcase a running back that they spent you know, a, a second round draft pick capital on. Exactly. If I get the opportunity to play him in my flex every week, I'm taking that. Absolutely. But, but not in the third round, you're looking at uh, you're, you're starting RB, RB two. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Um, all right. So I, I'm going to, I guess this will be my second pick, but then I'll go from here since uh, Brandon and I shared that pick. So the next guy I want to talk about going a little bit higher on, on average, going two picks higher than James Robinson. While I would take him before I take James Robinson, Still would not pick a middle third round pick on him with Miles Sanders. I am I am not a Miles Sanders believer. I never have been. I don't think he's ever proven that he can be that guy. I think the top running back for Philadelphia is Jalen Hurts. And they're just not – Miles Sanders is not that good. And also he gets hurt a lot. I fully don't believe in him, and especially in a third round pick. There are so many guys you can get. They're going well after him. So three middle of the third round, absolutely not for Miles Sanders. Uh, I'll start. I'll start on this one. I I completely disagree with that. Um, I think Miles Sanders is right where he should be. I think that uh, that offense is going to open up a little bit. I think Miles Sanders is a fantastic running back, a fantastic value in the third round. And um, who else is who else is sharing with him besides uh, Jalen? Uh, the guy they, they just drafted was Kenneth Gainwell. And yeah, I, so and I, he is a top sleeper this year. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't believe in that kid. Don't even know who he is. So at the end of the day, I think Miles Sanders has proven third round value and dude, if he's an RB two for me, I'm taking him way over James Robinson or Joe Mixon who are both yeah. projected to go higher. So yeah, Miles, Miles Sanders, same. Miles Sanders over Joe Mixon for you. hundred percent. Okay. hundred percent. Ooh, yeah, that's letting right there. Yeah, so crazy yeah. for me. I mean, I mean, I would definitely take Joe Mixon in an RB two situation over Miles Sanders. Hundred like, percent. I, I my, 
Miles Sanders, for me personally, I mean, I'm more of a history person than I am, uh, you know, you, you know, deciding what's going to happen to the next person. That, that's just how I operate. Miles Sanders has kind of shown that that level of inconsistency, man. And like Philly right. has swapped running backs forever. They're in and out, in and out. So yeah. I, I, if 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 I had to trust somebody between Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon, I'm going to 1,000 percent bet my mortgage on Joe Mixon. And the thing is, Miles Sanders is another guy I feel great about my flex every week. I feel great yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. But he is the fifth pick in the third round. In the third round in general, the ca- the capital you can get in the third round is unbelievable. Yes. It's and so many to, players left out there. To take Miles Sanders is, is a waste of a pick there. Sorry, James. G- so, give me, well, I give feel me. comfortable with it. <laughs> All right, James, give me your next one. So I can, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put this one out here. Because they've got this kid projected um, as a top 16 pick uh, average draft. Antonio Gibson in Washington. I don't even know who that is. So <laughs> I don't agree with it. So go ahead. Give me what you got. Uh, I'll, I'll jump on this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I 100% disagree with that. Yes. Uh, Antonio Gibson showed that he's got the talent. He is definitely, he can catch the ball. He could run the ball. He's going to have probably Fitz magic sling and stuff, open the field up. And Washington's got a good line. Washington is actually a decent, they're the best team in that shitty division. Uh, I shouldn't have cussed there. Sorry. But he's the best team in that crappy division. Uh, Antonio Gibson is great talent. And I would love to get him on my team this year. I, I think it's maybe a little ignorant that you don't know who he is. And we're on a fantasy football, fantasy freaking football Could podcast. Be. Could be. <laughs> I just feel like drafting anybody from Washington is ridiculous. Uh, well, see, there's another guy from Washington that if he's my wide receiver one, I'm ecstatic. Uh, a buck guy with Fitzpatrick. No, oh, here we go. I almost put here him on go. this list. I almost put here him on go. this list because I don't trust that offense. But, and, but, but, the, no, 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 way, James. Right. Just at the, at the end of the day, if you're drafting anybody from Washington's offense in the top 16, you should be ashamed of yourself. Not true, man. Hard like, disagree. Like I said, like, Hard like I, said disagree. I am, I am a person is I, I'm a person of history, man. I had James Gibson in a ton of leagues last year and dude won me games, man. Like Antonio Washington. James Antonio. That's Tony. Yeah. So nobody really Sorry. knows who he is. Just say Antonio Gibson from the Washington Redskins. He definitely won me some games last year in fantasy. And I mean, and I mean, like I said, the Washington is going to want to run. They have a great defense, man. And everybody knows yeah, the recipe. Do. Slow the, the game down. Recipe for a great yes for for a great defense is running the ball. They don't want Fitz Magic to come out and sling the ball thirty times, man. They they don't. They don't. If if Fitz Magic starts the first seven games, he's going to win them three of them and lose them four of them. Yes. And, and and the only way you can you could try to come out of that uh, five and two is if you control the pace, and that's by yes. feeding Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson is probably going to average about at least twenty carries a game. Yeah, absolutely. Opportunity. That's why look who like the head coach is. Look, guys, look at who the head coach is. I'll make is, sure man. during our draft. I'll make sure during our draft one of you draft some top sixteen. We'll see. I mean, if if I'm I mean, there, if, he's there. I mean, if, I, yeah. If no, no, if neither if, of you will, dude. If he's my RB two, I'm not complaining about that. Oh, I'm ecstatic. Yeah, he's ranked as a top sixteen pick. That's a which, bust. Which, which has the, a, a, has him tail end RB one, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, he's a third, yeah, so, he's a he's he's a third round late third round pick that's who he is that's a bust uh, see i i disagree yeah, James. The, 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 i i think he probably deserves to be right about but, where but he's you, going but you have to look really? like, like, like 16 like, what, like james okay, so you, what's left james. on the table at 16 
what's left on the table at 16? It's a, ton of Gibson. it's a ton of wide receivers. Like, before him in between that, like, I don't, I've, I got this vibe that you're thinking like, it's a ton of running backs that are going to be available, James. That's not the case. So after, so after, you know, the great perennial running backs are done, there's a huge drop-off. It's like, there's then you eight, have a, then there's like yeah. a group of like three. Yeah. You have a then, ton of, you have a ton of wide receivers that are jammed in between there. And then some RB twos here and there. But if, if you have Antonio Gibson as your wide receiver two, you're in pretty good position, dude. I like, put him in. I, He's a running back, and I also put him in with. Uh, I put him in with like the, the well, Miles James, Sanders and James Robinsons of the world. Well, James Brandon was talking about James was or Brandon was talking about James Robinson. That's why he was confused. I mean, the wide receiver. You guys know what the hell I mean. You know what I'm talking about right now. Antonio Gibson. You know what the hell I'm talking about. Come on, guys. So, uh, okay, I put him. You guys right. disagree? All right. Okay. So, uh, Brandon, B, Brandon, what's up? Brandon, give me your next pick. So my, so, so my fourth bus is going to be Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. Reason being, right? Reason being, right now, the Minnesota Vikings are slated to have the fifth toughest schedules. Where's his ADP? His, his ADP right now is 26. Second round. Uh, okay, yeah. Second okay. round. Yeah, so, 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 no, no, so no, 20, 26 is the uh, 3.04. 20, 25.3. Yeah, but that's still yeah, on the yeah. average. So, so, yeah. so, 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 early third right. round, early, yeah. early third round. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, exactly. I mean, right. I mean, there is the potential for early third round for people to reach for him in a second, but yeah, because they're thirsty for a receiver, whatever. But right now, the Minnesota Vikings are slated to have the fifth toughest schedule against wide receivers throughout this year. On top of, I am a firm believer in the sophomore slump. So, he had, he had a great season last year, but they, but they, st- they, they still have a stud on the other side at wide receiver. So let, let's keep that in mind. And one again, I do not trust Kirk Cousins, man. I can't do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't bet anything on Kirk Cousins. So, so being that they have one of the toughest schedules against wide receivers in the NFL next year on top of the sophomore slump, I feel like pe- people are not going to be game planning because the, 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 the NFL is a, is a league of watching film. So they're going to know the studs when they come on the field. I think that a lot of teams will have a game plan especially being that they're going to be they have that one of the top five toughest schedules they're going to be worried and they're going to be taking taking notice for justin jefferson so i think he's going to take a step back and, and there's going to be a lot of reaching to get him based upon what what took place last season james you want to go respond because sure, yeah i completely disagree again um i i think justin jefferson i think that's probably about right i think he deserves to go a little bit higher um i think Thielen was ranked a little bit higher than he should have been and yeah, I, I'm with you with not trusting Kirk Cousins, but he is uh, Cousins, but he is a he is Justin Jefferson is a fantastic talent. Um, a sophomore slump with receivers. I mean, come on, man. Um, you could either guard him or you can't. And at the end of the day, dude, he's proven he's fairly unguardable. So um, it's about I, but I disagree. It's I think, still about game I think, planning, though. I think he's he's a value at uh, late second, early third. I, I actually agree with James on this one. I, I hard disagree, Brandon. I think I would love to go in the season with him as my wide receiver one. And I know you're saying that you worried about sophomore slump, worried about Kirk cousins. They play half their games indoors, man. They play in a dome. So in uh, Dalvin cook opens up the field. You could, you could say all you like about Kirk cousins. Kirk cousins had, has had like two fantasy relevant wide receivers almost every single season, every season before Justin Jefferson was Stefan Diggs there. He's consistently having people relevant. 
So I'm I'm very happy if I get Justin Jefferson but, in the third but, round. Yeah, but at the I, same I'm time too, though, like 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 whenever there was two perennial wide receivers being being Thielen and Diggs, one of them struggled. Diggs struggled because once again, the NFL is a league of watching film. They're gonna know that Justin Jefferson is a stud, just like us three couch potatoes who are sitting here watching football. So so you're gonna have NFL defensive coordinators. It is their job. To, to decide who the best player on the field is. They're going to be game planning for him. It was a lot easier for him to get open on, on, on one-on-one matchups. Teams are going to be game planning for Justin Jefferson. Therefore, I feel like he's going to take a step back. Well, you didn't sway my thought process. I appreciate your maniacal thought process, but I still disagree. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, still hard to disagree. All right, next one for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide into the fourth round. I'm going to throw a quarterback out there. I'm going to switch it up for a little bit. I, I had two running backs. I know we're running back heavy with this list, so I want to throw a couple other positions at you. I'm going to give you quarterback now, then a wide receiver, then a tight end, just to give you a little something different. Quarterback bust for me this year is none other than a guy bouncing back from injury. Oh, this guy. Oh. The Lone Star. The Lone Star State. America's team, if America was in the Middle East. <laughs> Dak. Prescott. That's right. Coming back from really bad injury. Uh, for, also, never really thought he was very good to begin with. Ooh. I don't think he's going to do well this year. He's going, his average draft position is, is in the middle of the fourth round, 4.09. He's going above Kyler Murray, just to say one name. Uh, he's going right around the same place as Lamar Jackson. I saw him getting at, going up above Lamar Jackson. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like the, the, the value in quarterback this year and this quarterback class and the, the picks you can get late and to use fourth round capital on that bum early fourth. Ooh. So, so let me go first B cause I know you're going to hard Ooh. disagree. Oh yeah. High on oh yeah. Oh dear God. So, so, I, so, so <laughs> let me, let me just agree. Let me just agree <laughs> and throw this out there. Um, you know, Thanks. let's remember, let's remember what a bust actually is. And, and the most valid point Julian made was early fourth with Dak. I mean, come on, dude. Fourth you can't, you can't, I know you agree or you disagree that Dak is going to do well be this year. And he's going to get you some fantasy points because that's who the cat, that's what type of cat he is. But at the end of the day, if you take him with what's left on the table, early fourth round, that's a bust. That's a bust. You're giving up, you're, you're giving up. Yeah. You're giving up absolutely talent. But but uh, but according okay, to so you agree, but 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 I mean that I still like based upon based upon the hierarchy of when quarterbacks are getting drafted. So we can't really, in essence, I mean there there's context here that we have to kind of like break down because we have according to fantasy pros where to where Kyler Murray. So so the hierarchy of quarterbacks getting drafted is Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and Dak Prescott. So. He's getting drafted about where I would be comfortable if people are willing to take a quarterback in the fourth round, which I would completely sign up against. I would not take a quarterback that early. But if the so if agree? the quarterback if the quarterback domino starts to fall at that particular point, like I feel like Dak Prescott, based upon fantasy pros, where where quarterbacks are getting drafted hierarchy wise, like okay, Kyler Murray Brent, and Lamar Brent, Jackson Brent, are both getting drafted before Brent, Dak Prescott. Brent, 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 uh, let, let me let me interject with this point. So on Face Football Calculator, which is what I'm using my mind off of, this takes all these things into account, all these different websites into account. They're saying 4.09 for Dak Prescott, 4.11 for Lamar Jackson. 
Lamar Jackson is a league winner. Dak Prescott has maybe won you a game, maybe three of them. There's no Dak. way, no way you could tell so, me Dak also, Prescott deserves to be. I wouldn't. Oh, okay, 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 so, so Russ, also be, be, before Russ, Westbrook, uh, Russ Wilson? Come on, man. So be, and you're, you're also arguing for sort of a rookie drafter, right? Like you're arguing for that guy who is swayed by that move. And, no, and but- just like Julie, and just like Julie, the, the move of drafting quarterbacks early. And so you can't really, you shouldn't be swayed by that. Number one. Yes. But exactly. Number two, there's too many, there's too many quarterbacks left at four in the, in the early fourth to waste that pick that early pick on deck. And you know that, dude, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, it, but, but 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 what I'm saying is I'm not saying that I would take Dak Prescott over Lamar Jackson, but that's all going to be personal preference because some people may decide that Dak Prescott is a better yeah. passer than Lamar Jackson and he, and he creates more value for the fantasy team. But that's so not it, what we're talking about. I, I got to tell you, we're personal talking preference about a bus is the worst based point. on ADP. Yeah, I think personal preference is the worst point you've made so far, Brandon. I love you with all my heart, but that was the worst point ever because because what we're trying to do here is give people, give people advice on what to do. We're telling them not to be swayed by what other people are doing we're trying to tell them hey people are going quarterback you can get a lot of value in quarterback later don't be no, swayed but, but, what people, do, people other people are doing but this i am basing this pick but i but i am truly basing this all for the fact that if lamar jackson and dak prescott are in the same league so to speak per per being per being able to be drafted if lamar jackson gets drafted around ahead of dak prescott i'm not mad at that or around before i'm, I'm not really mad at that because i don't think you understand like that no, lamar jackson dak, should be drafted around before but dak, he's not going before dak is going before him right now i mean i mean from what i'm looking at Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray are both getting drafted from 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 fantasy pros. Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray are both getting drafted before Dak Prescott. Okay, okay. So so what I was going fantasy football calculator has him at four point oh nine. Okay. My point, my point is still for him to go fourth, even fifth round is crazy to me. For him still to go above Russell Wilson is crazy to me. I would definitely yeah, take that before Lamar. I, I would take Dak Prescott over Russell Wilson. Okay. Dak I'll, Prescott gets Russ points. Wilson. Note. Dak Dak Prescott gets 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 a lot of garbage points but that that still counts as fantasy points right like, but but he, you know what else he gets he gets hurt but all right next <laughs> he, he also breaks his ankle he had one injury the one year you say he gets hurt come on dude hey listen 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 at the end of the day at the end of the day we all three agree that the early fourth and i got him late third i, I, I feel like I, that's I'm still too early for but 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 see take, i mean in the okay, fourth so, at all so, so, even so, late fourth so, is too so high. They, so, so based on what the advice we're giving the listener um, or the viewer, we that's too early to draft quarterback. That, that, yeah. That's too early to draft Dak Prescott. Yeah. I, I, I it's not too early to draft Patrick Mahomes. Hell no. But or Josh <laughs> Allen. No. Or, but or far Josh too, Allen. No. But far too early to take Dak Prescott. In the fourth round, far too early to take Dak Prescott. Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, that's a no. Um, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, I would definitely take either one of those guys in the fourth. All right. Okay. So here's 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 one I'm gonna get some hard disagrees with because I know I know Julian's super high on this cat. But um <laughs> Austin Austin Eckler uh mm. at early second. I just man, I, sorry dude. I just I don't trust that offense. I don't trust that he is a, a solid RB1. Um I think he's an RB2. I just think Austin Eckler's an RB2 in fantasy. Um, in a ten in a ten team league, definitely an RB two. Um, in a twelve team team league, still an RB two. What you guys got? Ready? Go ahead. Okay, I'll go. I'll 
I got this, JK. I'll deal with this. <laughs> Take care of my light work. I, 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 I got you, brother. I got you. So in line with, once again, Fantasy Pros, which is who I, who I like to go to. So Austin Eckler is slated to go before Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, which you hate, by the way, James. So if, like if there's only so many teams, man, there's, on, there's, on, there's only so many running backs out there. So if, if Austin Eckler is not a RB1, would you take Cam Akers? I'm not even going to bring up Joe Mixon or or Antonio Gibson because you already said you hate them both. I who, take Cam, who else I take Cam you... all day. I take Cam all day. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, Brandon, I want to piggyback on your points. We'll we'll tackle we'll tackle this little guy together with this one because Austin Eckler being a bust is nuts. Yes. So so, 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 so 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 it's because of at fourteen the, the, at fourteen because the value you have available at running back. So Cam Akers. So give me two, give me maybe one, but I'd like to hear two more running backs that will do better that are drafted after him. So Absolutely. I, so, so I, I get what you're saying. He's not, he might not be got a top it. 10, got maybe not, top got 10, it. but Josh Gibson, JK Dobbins, both of them. Take both of them. JK Dobbins, JK Dobbins, both of them. Both of them over Eckler. What? Yeah. All right. Next. Brandon, give me your next one. I'm good. That's. My God, we we are moving right along. What hey, are we on? Hey, listen, listen, guys, and, and, and you can talk smack. That's not bad advice. If if you got any one of those three guys, you'd be you'd be okay. But I think that's way too high for Eckler. I just think it's Dude, way no, too high for Eckler. Wait, plus, it, 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 plus just, I foresee. Hey, listen, I foresee an injury. Just say. You no, can't but, but we can have. That's what I'm saying. So so you can't you can't necessarily make your predictions on a bus based upon injuries because Dude, that Brandon, can happen to anybody stepping Brandon, off the bus bro Brandon you're not the boss of me I could make my prediction that's true that's true he's not, like. he's not he's not he's not James see, yeah wait till you see James. number one James wait till you see my number you're a special one. guest on this show buddy all right you just calm down all right, <laughs> right. you just calm down special it. guest all I right? love it all right Brandon give me that Brandon give me your third bus all right so so, so my third is going to be Mr. AJ Brown from the Tennessee Titans and the reason that I say that he's going to be a bust because they spent a lot of draft capital acquiring Julio Jones. All right. So who Julio Jones is definitely going to be a way bigger target than Corey Davis was. ADP? Where's his ADP? Um, 23. Yep. I got 20 second, second round. So, yeah, and, and, and on top of that, Julio, Julio is probably being drafted another round and a half after him. For me, that that's a steep price to pay for a wide receiver one, so to speak. But I feel like the Tennessee Titans, their their go-to is going to be wanting to run the ball and play defense. They acquired sure. they acquired Julio Jones as an experienced asset that they're going to want to utilize. Like no teams trade for like for what they traded for Julio to not utilize him. So I feel so like can I ask you a question real quick? Real quick. Real go ahead. Quick. Let me interrupt you real quick. Go ahead. If if they don't grab Julio, is 22 for a bust? No, absolutely not. The, the, one of the major reasons that I'm saying is a bust because I feel like his target share will be completely absorbed by Julio Jones. Because so he, he's because dropped significantly. Ball. He's dropped significantly since they acquired Julio. And, and ADP. And my, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say significantly because he's still going to hold value on your team based I mean, upon how many wide receivers. He went started. from 16 to 24. Yeah, no, that's that's a big drop considering you're in like uh, early middle first round and I'm sorry, early middle second round to the end of the second round. I'm with James. That's a good drop, dude. That's a big time drop. I but but, but once again, I, I still think that they're going to want to utilize Julio a lot more than they're going to want to use Julio Brown. But I, I'm as a Julio Brown, Julio, Julio Jones. But like, I I feel like the target share is is going to favor Julio Jones in my opinion, just because they're going to go based off Ooh. experience. 
Julio probably is not going to have a as a bigger grasp on Austin, but I feel like later in the season, Julio Jones is going to start to absorb more, more of the target share, in my opinion, because he's a much better blocker. I mean, I'm not saying AJ Brown is not a physical wide receiver, but Julio has a lot of value to where he needs to be on the he, he needs to be on the field every down. So uh, I'll go first. I hard disagree. Uh, Julio's going to have to learn that offense as well. So maybe maybe towards the end of the season, sure. But we're looking at the whole season right now. The the wide receiver is going after AJ Brown. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we got you. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, the wide receivers going after him are Justin Jefferson, who you already called a bust. Michael Thomas, who a lot of value there. Keenan Allen, a lot of value there. But then you get to Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin. And so who there, like, who are you putting above? What if those he's, are all if he's a bust? Yeah, those are all significant wide receiver two values. Um, I think, I think uh, AJ still wide receiver one. I a hundred percent agree with James in this. I, I think that he's definitely that we're right there at the end of the second, early third. If you can get a wide receiver him. one right there. Yeah. He's the pick all day, all day. But, but with Julio. What, what I know, but what I'm saying is I, I still feel like target share is going to be an issue for me because, because we already discussed on multiple episodes that fantasy football is about opportunity. And I feel like his opportunity is going to decrease, not saying that he probably, he, he may or may not make the best of it, but I, but I feel like opportunity for him is going to decrease based upon the acquisition of Julio Jones. And, and I kind of disagree. I, I think he's going to get <clears throat> possibly more, more open looks and, and more and better balls in lighter coverage because you gotta you gotta double Julio. So yeah, I agree. I, I think I think people are still looking at AJ, or I'm sorry, uh, Julio Jones as that physical threat. And he's also getting older. He's not what he used to be. And AJ Brown is barely coming into his prime. So I, I think it's great value there for AJ Brown. Oh, I don't think it, I don't even think he's hit his prime yet. So who you got? Who you got, Jay? All right. So my next one is going to be. Uh, you know what? I, I I started off on this Dak Prescott train. Let me just keep this train. Chugga, 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 chugga. Next, next bust is Coop Cooper. Amari Cooper. Oh. Amari Cooper. Going, little- going in the fourth round as well. Uh, 4.12, meaning the end of the fourth round. Maybe you can get him beginning of the fifth. Still not good value to me. I don't believe that that's the pick there because I don't think he's the wide receiver one. And I also don't think he has a good quarterback. So who do you feel like is the wide receiver one, Julie? C.D. Lamb. All day. C.D. Lamb is the guy to own in Dallas. And you can get him well after. I don't think actually well after. I take that back. I don't think you – yeah. He, but he's like – If four, anybody he, listens to this, they won't. Yeah. Uh, but C.D. Uh, Lamb is, is, is going to go a little bit later. Uh, probably just one round later. But C.D. Okay, Lamb, so, Lamb is the guy to own there. Not so so if we're basing it off of so so if we're basing it off of who would you draft after that person? Okay, so wide receivers after after Amari Cooper, according to according to fantasy pros. We have Robert Woods. Would you take Robert Woods over Coop? Hard yes. Wow. Tyler Lockett, I would probably take Tyler Lockett over over um Omari Cooper. DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay. I'm a Giants fan. No, Galladay, Galladay. I, I, I would not take hard no. yes. Not with Daniel Jones. No, I wouldn't. I'd be yeah, I'd be worried about Galladay. CD, I, put him, I put both of those guys on the same plane. Uh, Dak doesn't C- like the throw to Cooper. CD Lamb, hard yes. I take Lamb uh, before Cooper. Yeah, but there's 
Yeah, but they're still slated. Like, I mean, within, I mean, like CeeDee Lamb is 50 and Amari Cooper is 40. Dude, I take like, Cooper like, Cup super for him. I, I, I know, but my point no, is absolutely like, not. I, oh, I hardwood. Absolutely. Cooper oh Cup. God, no, I absolutely. I, I, so I put, yeah. Kenny Galladay, they said Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, um, DJ Moore, Braden Ayuk, DJ Clark. All guys I would take uh, before. Dude, I, hate the sta- I hate the Steelers, and I might even think about taking a Steeler before. If, a, yeah. if a, because Same. at this rate, because at this rate, whoever you're taking, like if you're taking Cooper or CeeDee Lamb, they're likely going to be, let, let's just say, James, you were drafting before me and you took CeeDee Lamb. I would probably take Amari Cooper or Tyler Lockett. So those guys would probably be my wide receiver one, which I'm still going to be fine with. Like there's, they're still going to be wide receiver one. They're probably gonna be the first receiver I get based upon how the draft is playing out and all the wide receivers that have been taken so far. Right. If, if, if you are listening to this, please do not allow Amari Cooper to be your wide receiver one, please. If you give (laughs) a damn about everybody, everybody can't allow that to happen. But look, you have to allow our viewers to have a level of flexibility and understanding that everybody's not going to be able to have flexibility. Yeah, yeah. T- take a wide receiver before that. That's a flexibility. Take take one before when everybody's before. when everybody's likely going to be taking running backs. Like take, no, take one. I've said a million sometimes, times in the first first second or third, you need to come out of there with a wide receiver. You need to come out of there with one. Whether it's the first, the second, or the third, you need to come out of there with one. That's your wide receiver one. That's who carries you through through your wide receiver. You're two set. The second one you can fill. You can fill throughout the season. But that wide receiver one, you need to get somebody. And do not allow it to be Mari Cooper. You're okay, setting yourself well, up for failure. Okay, well, what if your first pick, let's just say you're a top three pick, right, Julian? Let's just say your first, second, and you're you're the second or third pick. And obviously you're gonna take a running back with that pick. You would be you would be a complete right. idiot to not take a running back with the first, second, of third pick. Either one of them. You, you didn't take one. So by the time it comes back to you, what's gonna be your season to go ahead and take a AJ wide Brown? Time? Dude, stop it, man. <laughs> see how that, see how I did that? See, I, that's called coming trolling? back around. Are you tro- are you trolling right now? That's called coming back around. Dude, I, hope the loop. I hope you're trolling. Not at all. AJ Brown in the second. Round. I, I mean, there's there are other guys that are ranked higher that I would take if they fall yes. to me. But yeah. but I'm very happy with AJ Brown at that point. So if I'm if so if I'm picking at the end of the second, if I can get no, no, no. D, D, yes yes yeah, yes yeah, 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 you're right you, you're right end of the uh, end of the second uh, average ADP is um so you would not take sixth, another back twentieth D Hop. 22nd, Calvin Ridley, 24th, AJ Brown, 26th, Justin Jefferson, 30th, Michael Thomas, 31st, Keenan so, Allen. All so guys I'm happy with. So you're, so you're staring in the face right now. Okay, let's just say you're at the end of the second, right? So you're staring at the face, possibly um Metcalf, Kittle, Gibson, Ridley. And you would take AJ Brown over those guys. Metcalf, Kittle, Gibson, uh, Antonio Gibson. Yeah. And and uh, Calvin Ridley? No, no, I take Calvin. Calvin Ridley. I take. I take. I Antonio, so. I take t- Antonio Gibson over him. Uh, I would. T- I would take. I though I would uh, take him over D- DK Metcalf. Yeah, I'd take AJ Brown. You take AJ Brown over DK Metcalf. Hard yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right, James, give me your fourth pick. Fourth hope I'm boss. picking. Uh, hope I got the second one. overall pick, and you got the first, Julian. So I'm in love. So, so I got, I got Alvin Kamara as a, as a bust at top five. 
I just don't trust that offense without Drew Brees. It's the reason why Mike Thomas has dropped so significantly um, in his ADP. Because, I mean, let's face it, man, Mike, Mike Thomas got hurt last year, but Mike Thomas was arguably the best receiver in the league when he went down. Stop and he was only the best dude. receiver in the league because <laughs> Stop being a homer, because, oh, because Drew Brees was throwing the rock to him. So, so here, here's, here, here's my thought. I don't believe that Alvin Kamara will ever produce the way he did in previous seasons. I do not believe he is a top five pick. He is a late second or late first round pick, maybe early second round pick. I would stay away from Alvin Kamara. Uh, James, blasphemy. That, that's, that's you want a guy saying. like James in your league, period. Like hands down. I, I and you know what? I hope I'm sitting there middle, oh, middle, geez. middle, middle, middle oh. pick somewhere. Hope I get like the seventh, eighth pick. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm and I'm like, or the seventh pick, and I'm like, oh man, I'd love to get Kamara, but he's like, he should go fourth or fifth, and then fourth nobody took him, fifth nobody took him. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sitting here at seven, <laughs> and, 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 and J- James is six. I'm like, I know James could get gonna get Kamara. I, I'll take I'll take who who falls to me. And then dude, you don't take dude. you you take Chubb. And I'm like, good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> good, Miss Molly. Dude, you wouldn't take years. Alvin Kamara over you would take Alvin Kamara over Nick Chubb. Dude, That's preposterous. Bro, you gotta love preposterous. You gotta love James, man. You gotta love him, man. Dude, Alvin Kamara. So w- once again, Alvin Kamara is not. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jer- Julian just agreed with me real quick. You said, would take no. Nick, you wouldn't take Nick Chubb. Over Alvin Kamara. I would take Alvin Kamara 10 times out of 10 over okay, Chubb. That's crazy. That's preposterous. And Dude, that's blasphemous. Do you, re- do you realize, do you realize who Nick Chubb's spell is? I don't care. We talk all the time, Julian. Fantasy's about what? Opportunity. What do you mean? He dude, he missed four games last year and still almost led the league in rushing with Kareem there, dude. Stop it. Your your argument's invalid. He did so not don't, don't miss, use Nick. Dude, don't use Nick. I, I had games. Nick Chubb I had, in Dude, I had, had him in three he leagues. Four he, he almost he missed four games. He, he missed Dude, way ask four the games. Google. Ask the Google. The he Google will tell games. you missed four games. Ask the Google. And he's he still almost like the league in rushing. So, so okay. So, maybe this is where we're, we're disagreeing. So, PPR, I think you 100% everybody has to take Kamara over Nick Chubb. Maybe standard you're saying you're taking Nick Chubb over Kamara, or where where are you basing your? We're arguing. We're arguing standard. Right, right. Okay. In the, t- in the top ten, and the t- well, that that's what I'm looking at. Right. So no, no, no. I agree. Sta- that's what in we're a standard in a standard league. I'm taking Cook, Henry, Chubb, Barkley, Jonathan Taylor over, and <laughs> Julian's losing his marbles right now. I'm over over Kamara. Over Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Oh, 100%. oh Whoa. Okay. 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 So 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 it's All my right. turn now. So it's my turn now. So right, Alvin Kamara, Alvin, Alvin Kamara is is like once again, fantasy is based off for of opportunity. Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees is gone. The head and steady bull of that team is has decided to retire. James Winston, dude, there Alvin Kamara is a three-down back. Nick Chubb is not a three-down back because they're gonna bring Cream Hunting on third down. So Alvin Kamara is gonna get opportunity. Fantasy is about opportunity. You want to play your odds with a player that you know is going to be on the, the field for three downs, not two, not two. Like with Nick Chubb, he has to break a couple runs. Like you hope he breaks a 60-yard run and scores a touchdown. But if it gets to the goal line, you never know who the hell they're going to bring in. But with you Kamara, don't hope with Nick Chubb. You don't hope with Nick Chubb. Just saying. I've definitely seen them bring in Kareem Hunt and the goal line. You still before. don't hope with Nick Chubb. But, but my point is, 
opportunity is very important in fantasy uh, because so, you so, want so, to play your odds. So, so in standard, James, tell us, where would you take Alvin Kamara? I told you I'd take him late first, maybe early second. All right, so James, you're telling me that you would take Aaron Jones over Alvin Kamara? Potentially. I'm my my position is stay away from Alvin Kamara in the top five. In the top five. Preposterous. Okay, but but he's only going around five. So if you get him at seven, are you? If I got six, him at four or nine. I got him at four or nine. Late second, late first, maybe early second. It's where he should be. Okay, so if you are sitting at ten or eleven, you're taking. It, I'm right? not. I'm not telling you he's not an RB one. That's not what I'm saying at all. ADPs based on his draft position. He is not a top five pick. Don't take him in the top five. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Last question about it. So are you saying he is good value in the top 10? He's decent value in the top 10. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, well, you know what? I've I've done a mock draft where he's at six or seven. So that's cool too. Uh, Brandon, anything else? Oh, (laughs) all right. All right. Brandon, Brandon, uh, I'm We'll give it, give us your fourth. Give us your fourth. Who's your fourth my, bust? My four is going to be Mr. Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers. The reason that I say that is obviously the, the, the big, the pink elephant in the room. It, it's all going to seriously depend on whether Aaron Rodgers is, is there or not. Right. So if Aaron Rodgers decides to hold out through training camp, if he decides to hold out through, you know, through um, preseason, which is everybody's drafts are going to be going, I would be terrified to draft Aaron. I would be t- terrified to draft Aaron Aaron Jones at that particular point where, where he's projected to go right now at roughly ninth pick, like as your RB1 based upon Aaron Rodgers changes so much to where defense is game plan on top of the fact that Green Bay have one of the top 10 toughest defensive schedules against running backs coming in this year. So if it's for me, he could have a great effect for you, or it could be a, a a very, very traumatic, disastrous thing, depending on if Aaron Rodgers decides to, to play or not. So I'm I'm basing that on the huge uncertainty of, of Aaron Rodgers on top of the defenses that they're going to face this particular season. Because in fantasy, you are who you play against. That's just the way it is. So, some teams have easy schedules. Some teams have hard schedules. That's just the way it works. I will say... If we're going off a hypothetical, I agree 100%. And so I considered having Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and more than anybody, Devontae Adams on my list. Um, but if we do a top five closer to draft, close to the season starting, and A.A. Ron is not out there on the field, then I'm absolutely saying don't draft these guys. Don't do it. But at this time, I mean, it's beginning of July. Still a lot of time till football starts. You still got eight, seven weeks, something till football starts. So we've got a lot of time. I don't want to go off hypotheticals yet, but yes, if he's not, if he's not out there at the end of August, I'm definitely agreeing with Brandon's pick here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm indifferent right now. Because yeah, I, I, right I need now. I need to see what's gonna happen. But right but, but, but see for me, like like it's it's not like right now. If we're basing it on facts, like Aaron Rodgers has not set foot in that building since last season. Like like that's no a fact. no that's that's he said he's saying that be so. And I think I think and I agree with both of you. I think that everybody on that offense's fantasy value hinges upon whether or not he he steps foot on the field. Yes. At the end of the day, I thought about putting Devontae Adams on this list, but. I didn't because of that. And that's why when you asked me, would I exactly. take Aaron Jones over Alvin Kamara? It really kind of all depends on a, where we're at and B, 
whether or not a Aaron um, is on the field. So, um, so I'm, I'm with you, B. I, a, Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. I don't know that I'm touching those guys early. I don't know I'm touching them early. You know what I mean? He's got what is he top ten right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going about Aaron Jones slated to go like on average ninth pick. Ninth, yeah. yeah. So that's that's crazy. So I'm with yeah. you. All right, yeah. keep it moving. All right. So this is my final bust. My final bust of the night is a tight end. He's right now, according to uh, fantasy football calculators, being drafted the sixth tight end off the board. Unbelievable to me. This, the system, ever since they lost the GOAT, is not tight end friendly. Ever since they lost the Gronkster, is not tight end friendly. Uh, I, I don't really believe that this guy is very good. I think he played in a system that was good for tight ends. And none other than Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry is going in the middle of the seventh round. He's going as the sixth tight end off the board before a Mr. Kyle Pitts, which is unbelievable to me. Uh, I, I think it's unbelievable. Do not waste seventh round draft capital on Hunter Henry. Your thoughts. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I do think that he's going to be a bus i guess i am surprised that he's your number one bus because i feel like you had some pretty good ones that would have been number one status um like you know roughly the seventh round people are going to be tossing around marbles and they're going to be missing on picks but like i feel like the top the top tier players like you don't want to miss on those guys like if i missed on hunter henry in the seventh round it's not going to take my season it's just not it's it's not going to become i agree i i i I, uh, yeah, 100%. You could miss on a seventh round pick and be fine. I, I drew, when mine did mine a little bit differently, started with third round, two third round busts, then a couple fourth round busts, and then I had a seventh round bust. Okay. But, but okay. it was mostly because I wanted to switch it up and do different positions. Okay. So I, I could have started off tight end, but we went running back to start with. Uh, then I went quarterback, wide receiver, tight end. But yeah, if you miss on the tight on the seventh round pick, sure, not that big of huge of a deal. But if you're going to use, if you want a tight end in the seventh round, he is not your guy. Absolutely not. But especially when they have Jonu Smith as well that they've signed. And I mean, they're going to want to run the ball. Like Hunter Henry has, has like had a, had a history of, of, of getting injured. Right. Like he has, he has a, he has a riddled, riddled history of injuries. So yeah, I, I wouldn't draft Hunter Henry if he was sitting there in the 12th round for me, I would definitely take Jonu <laughs> Smith and just find somebody else to find somebody else to take. So, I wouldn't, so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste the roster spot on Hunter Henry. So I, I disagree all. with the seventh round, seventh round bust for a different reason. Um, because I was high on Hunter Henry. I think this is his breakout. I think Hunter Henry, I think Hunter Henry in New England, I think Hunter Henry in New England has a good season. I think, I think if you miss out on top tier tight ends, I think seventh or eighth round, you get Hunter Henry. I think you're in, you're in decent shape, which also means that you probably drafted pretty well in your, in your more key positions. So th these are the guys going to the seventh, or I'm sorry, these are the guys going their tight ends going after Hunter Henry. Rob Gunkowski. And I can name you five of them that I'd take. <laughs> Kyle Pitts. Yes. Evan Ingram. Yes. Logan Thomas from yes. Washington, who James loves all the offensive players from Washington. Uh, I wouldn't. J Jonu Smith. So this I, is what yeah. this is what's crazy to me. Right now, in the top 12 tight ends being drafted, New England has two, but they haven't had one relevant in a while. I would I would actually take Jonu Smith over Hunter Henry. I would too. Cool. So Joe Smith, then uh, the next Mike uh, Gusecki, Miami, Dallas Goddard, Philadelphia, Zach Ertz. Uh, you know, that's a question. 
but Gerald Everett, Seattle, Robert Tunyon Jr., Green Bay, Tyler Higby, Rams, Noah Fant, Denver, Irv Smith Jr., uh, Jared Cook, uh, Chargers, so Eric I'd, Ebron, I'd still Pittsburgh. Take, I'd, I'd still I mean, take Conor over. I'd still over, take over all those names. A lot of them. And you know what's funny? I wasn't high on Kyle uh, Pitts. Is that a name for Atlanta? The yeah. rookie. Yes. I wasn't high him? on him, but I will tell you, if you, got, if you had I would fans, take him you, before Hunter Henry. Yeah, you lost him when you said, "Is that his name? Is, is that, that his name?" name? <laughs> I would take, I would take him before, uh, I would take him before, uh, yeah. I, and I think he's going to be a bust. But I, I would take him before Hunter Henry just because of his upside. I think he, he, if he's not a bust, if I am wrong, he throws down in Atlanta. So you think? But, Kyle, uh, but I'm, st- I'm still sticking. I'm still, yeah, I'm still sticking with my, uh, with my bust. I definitely don't but think that Kyle Pitts. I personally don't think like people are going to reach. I don't think that Kyle Pitts is going to be available seven, eight round. That's just my personal opinion. And that's what we have him going. Yeah. Right now he's going the seventh. I, yeah, I, I would I, love I, me some Kyle Pitts in the seventh. Yeah. At the seventh is still easily. Right. So right. Uh, is it my that's turn my for my last, for my last so, player? Your last one, James. Uh, do you have one B? Do you have one more? Yeah. You want, you want to go first so you guys can roast me a little bit? Because I know how you love to end James, roast like, JJ hot take. Yeah, James, like you're in my head. He's going to name something like a head coach or something. Who knows? He's going to name a head coach. Don't draft head coaches, all right? But, uh, oh, my number five is going to be, it's going to be Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts. And my reasoning behind saying that Jonathan Taylor is – is going to be a bust. Once again, I think that they're going to try to mix up the offense a little bit more with, with, with the addition of Carson Wentz on top of the fact that that is a very crowded backfield. Right now, right now at this particular point, Naeem Himes is finished the season last year as an RB2. So he's getting touches like you wouldn't believe. Like he was taking over some games as RB2. And I mean, he collected a lot of fans. So, so he's creating a lot of value. He's actually being drafted right now at, let's see where he's at. I can see him crap. He he's been drafted right now on average 43rd overall. So so I feel I still feel like that's a high that's that that's, that's Nah Naheem Himes is yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 I mean he has really, really great draft value right now. 43rd? And, th- do you mean you mean 43rd, not overall, 43rd running back? No, 40 yeah, yeah, for yeah, 43rd running back. I was going to say, there's no way he is at the no, 43rd pick. No, 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 no. I'm okay, basing it off of, like I said, I'm a huge component of like, okay, what you, what, what have you done for me in your experience? So he, he finished last season as an RB2. So on top of the addition, whenever Marlon Mack comes back from his injury, he, 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 he did tear his Achilles, but I feel like Marlon Mack is still going to be a, a touchdown, like he, he a touchdown vulture. He's going to still touchdowns away in the goal line. So that is a crowded backfield to be drafting Jonathan Taylor at that high. That's just my personal opinion. No. James, go ahead. That's all I got. So wrong. I, don't, I don't agree. Because I right, would easily wrong. take Alvin Kamara over Jonathan Taylor. Like, it's the talent. The, the guys you're saying, dude, not, not dude, you guys, Marlon Mack. They're not even close to being as talented dude, as Jonathan dude, Taylor. Dude, I can dude. cut You're the hypocrisy with a knife, Julian. You but called you called JT a bust. But is in an earlier. But Julian, episode. but Julian. Well, I didn't I, know then what I know now. I am not saying that <laughs> okay, Jonathan. But, but see, Julian, right, I'm not saying I'm not saying Jonathan Taylor isn't talented. I base all of my picks off of opportunity, not talent. 
opportunity is, is where I'm looking at. So and I, he I, gets that opportunity. Did you see the yeah, numbers he put I, up I last think, year? He didn't put those numbers up with no opportunity. I think I think he, he deserves to be a, a step above Zeke. And I'm a Buckeye. And he went to friggin' Wisconsin. I would so, definitely take Nick Chubb over Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, me too. I'd take Nick Chubb one or two. So. And Alvin Kamara and Saquon Barkley. <laughs> no, and I would no. actually take Zeke hey, over Julie, Jonathan Julie, Taylor. Julie, I know, I know you're laughing, man, but I think Derrick Henry <laughs> is the best player in the draft. So you, you need to draft Derrick Henry one. And James, if, I'm if not you're taking debating, any of your advice, bro. If you're debating, <laughs> if you, if you're James, debating, are you drunk, man? Right now, like actually, right now, you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is I, vodka. Yeah, so, I don't. I don't so, like, I, like James doesn't remember what it's like to be sober. He doesn't know. <laughs> He's so, like, so listen, I, so listen, so listen. You've already agreed with me that you'd take Derrick Henry one, and it's recorded. So I don't know why you're talking smack. So anyway, so we're, we're talking about Jonathan Taylor. What do you mean? Yeah. talking smack? Because yeah. Jonathan Taylor's yeah. not a bust. That's what we're still talking about here. Yeah, no, we, and I agree with you. So what, what else do we need to talk about? <laughs> what I was saying was based on my number one bust. And right. I said it before. All right, all right, all right, JJ, JJ, James, let's do a jump. Here we go. Uh, uh, jump roll. James's hot take. Number one bust. <laughs> do, do not take. <laughs> this is real, guys. You want to win your fantasy league, pay attention. First oh, round's geez. important. Do not draft. Christian McCaffrey at one. Oh, he is going 1.3. So that means that he's av- his average is one. He's going one. And this dude is not a number one pick. He is not a top five pick. All right, roast it. Oh, my God. Hey, Julian. Hey, Julian. Hey, Julian. Hey, Julian. Hey, Julian. I just got to put something out here. All right. So I, I don't know if James has been paying attention to our fantasy league chat because James is off gallivanting throughout the world. Who knows? He's, what doing, the hell's he's doing his thing, man. He's doing Who his knows thing. what the hell James is doing? But but, but, <laughs> doing but like, single guy things. But like we did change a rule, a major league, uh, a major rule change in our league. What was it, Julian? Oh, second flex position. And and what was the first thing that we changed? Half point PPR. No, we did not do that. We stayed standard. Oh, I, th- I thought we did half point PPR. No, nope. Where were you, oh. B? <laughs> yeah, where I the hell? That. I saw in the chat. <laughs> I saw in the chat, man, that it was half point PPR, and I was people wanted to do it. about it. No, I was a little. I, I was actually a little excited about it. I yeah, see, like, you're a little excited oh, yeah. about it, but you didn't vote, and that's probably why I didn't I did pass. vote. I did vote. Oh well, it. Well, we. It was enough people I saying did. they didn't want it. The first thing listen, I said in the guys, chat was, "Listen, guys, I'm gonna listen." Listen, I'm going to stick to my guns with Christian McCaffrey and, but, and but we'll like, talk about, we'll talk about it later on in the league, but I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you like this. I think there's too much onus put on what he can do for that offense. He is not big enough to do what they're asking him to do. He's not Derrick Henry. He's not Nick Chubb. He's not, and he doesn't have a blow. Like he's Nick Chubb. better. No. Okay, dude. I but disagree. you don't have to be Derrick Henry. Like Derrick, 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 Derrick Henry has. Derrick Henry has his his pluses and he has his minuses, just like Dalvin Cook, just like Alvin Kamara, just like Saquon Barkley, all the top running backs. But Christian McCaffrey has his pluses, like the things that he do well, he does them well. So do if, you take him one? I, do you take him I, one? Yes. You take him number one. I, yes. I take him. I take him one, two, or three. Look, no question, and I wouldn't look back. I, I didn't ask you like, that. I'm I didn't ask you that. His his ADP is one. Do you take him one? Yes. I would take him one. If I had the number one overall pick, I'm going to take no Christian way. McCaffrey. I take yes. Chubb over him. Oh my God! James. If I had the number two pick, I would take Christian McCaffrey. If I had the number three pick, and like two, available, two dodos, yeah. 
two dodos ahead of me decided not to take him, I would take him three. If if I get to have a pick this year and Christian McCaffrey is on the board, there's not any thought that goes into it. <laughs> exactly. He is the pick. Exactly. So my two, my my two top fivers, guys. I had two top five busts. Mark my words. Alvin Kamara in Nolens and Christian McCaffrey in Carolina. Stay away from them. They're bad news. Bad juju. Lord, my lord. All right. So so we'll we'll give a quick uh quick roundabout of ours. My top five busts are Hunter Henry, tight end, New England. Amari Cooper, wide receiver, Dallas. Dak Prescott, wide receiver, Dallas. James Robinson, running back, Jacksonville. And Miles Sanders, running back, Philadelphia. Brandon, give me yours. My, my number five, James Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Justin Jefferson, Minnesota Vikings. A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans. Um, Aaron Jones from the, from the Green Bay Packers. And Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts. James and my five are Joe Mixon for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Antonio, what's his name for the what's their called football team? <laughs> Tony Gibson, Austin, I, uh, Antonio Robinson, I think. Yeah. Tony Gibson. <laughs> yeah, James. Gibson. <laughs> You're an asshole. What's his I mean, name? So, so uh, Austin, uh, Austin Eckler for the Chargers. Uh, I do like the uniforms and the Hex Twins, Alvin and Christian. I like to give out give a shout out to all of our future sponsors. We don't have any yet, but hopefully one day. I'd like to give a shout out to James for showing up this week. Uh and and you know, hey, it's been the fantasy freaking football podcast. Brandon, give us some knowledge. Hey, don't listen to James. You will win your leagues. Actually, invite him to your leagues and don't listen to him. James, give us the last word. <laughs> document these podcasts we will come to fruition fantasy freaking football podcast yeah.